Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is February 15th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing great. Just, uh, I'm down here getting adjusted to the Southern California altitude. No no mishaps <laughs> yet. That's a throwback a- reference. That, you need to be... You need to be in the boat and whatever, 2019, 2018 to get that one. Uh, yeah, be careful jogging down that sidewalk at, at the high altitude, you know, Santa Monica, Los Angeles, wherever you may be. Um, you're on the ground this week. I'm on the ground. Was that Did you go down there for today? Valentine's Day or did you go there for the golf? What are you doing in Los Angeles? I'm, I'm down for the golf. Um, okay. let, me, let me tell you something. The most amazing thing happened today. What? I mean, truly, like, kind of galaxy brain shit. I thought I was like, I just, it couldn't have been a better situation. I'm, I'm leave the media center. Is he falling down the stairs? What happened? Go ahead. I'm going down the stairs. Yeah. And guess who's coming up the stairs at the exact same time? No, Lanto. Yes. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Like I, I literally started laughing. I was like laughing out loud. Is he huffing and puffing? Is he asking for I a felt cart? bad for his caddy. I felt bad oh, for his sure. caddy. I didn't feel bad for him. I went up those stairs. Oh, it's yeah. not bad. It's good exercise. It's a good little hike. Good exercise. That's fun. Do they have the media center down in between whatever, two no. and three? Where it's up top or we're something? Upgraded in the clubhouse. I, I looked like they were doing press setup. Count. Interesting. I'll tell I'll tell you what. They do it right. The media center here does it right. It's a good Well, I bet it keeps more of those center. Those tubby, all those tubby golf riders, of which I'll include myself, so I'm not casting aspersions. You know, homebound in the media center, they don't want to have to go up <laughs> down the hill because that means they got to come back up. Whereas before, when it was down there in the middle of the canyon, it was they could kind of get out and roam a little easier. That might keep them a little tethered. Um, all right, that's good. I'm glad you're there. You're on the ground. This will be fun. Fun. Uh, we what? That was one of our early. Was that pre shotgun start? We were walking around out there. Tiger, JT, and Rory, who are back again. I feel like again this the year. shotgun start was in in the running. Then maybe it wasn't. Maybe I don't that think it was, was no, it wasn't because Aronimink. Yeah, yeah. was right at the beginning, right? So when Tiger, yeah. so yeah, we hadn't launched the shotgun start. You have any? KVV big was there. KV. KVV He's there was this there. weekend or this week, yeah. right? Asking yeah, he was there, uh, which Good. was you know. I have Eamon and you texting me almost simultaneously. Like, Eamon's like, can you tell your boss to get away from me? And you're That's funny because text- he was calling me, calling you my boss. He said, we <laughs> all just, know who runs the company He's over so there. full of shit. And then you're telling, texting me at the same time. Eamon just told me to fuck off. I'm getting these texts at the very exact same time. 
little bit of FOMO, not not because of LA, just to be there with all you you uh, chuckle fucks, as we might say. Bad language here at the top. Um, all right, let's get to it. I again, this is like year five of the podcast or whatever it is, six. Riviera has been on the schedule all five years. I don't want to just say the same thing over and over again. For me, it's the best event of the year. For me, going to Riviera, I was talking to a friend at a um, some gala or something this weekend. I forget where it was or, or a basketball game. Like It's a thing you should go to like you would if you're a football fan or a baseball fan. I've said that before. Like You go to Wrigley or go to um, Lambeau Field or whatever it is you want to do. Uh, it's the event. It's the best regular season event of the year. For my money, it's better than the Players' Championship. It doesn't offer as much money. It doesn't offer as much hype and prestige around it. Um, yeah, it's the most consequential event on the PGA Tour for my money. All the best players are there, I think, and I'm not trying to fluff you here anymore, but um, I think generally the average golf fan's heightened awareness of golf course architecture has increased the appreciation. I'm not saying just you, but others over the last decade as further exposure to what Riviera, George Thomas, why it might be a little better, why it might be a little more exciting. Um, and now they do this whole designated elevated deal, right? Um, it's an event that I think could survive and be pretty, have a lot of character and strength without the best players in the world. And, you know, naturally over the last decade, they started coming regardless of whether it was elevated, designated or not. They'd already started to show up. And now we have this added incentive, this $20 million purse and Tiger Woods as host. And it's just as good as it gets. I don't know that it's, do you think it feels wasted doing it in February? I, it feels right. I don't know. The football's over. I, it feels like a good time. I think uh, I think that's a good question and a, and a very valid one given right now. I feel like we're in this period of time. I think there's some big meetings coming up on the PGA Tour that's going to decide what next year's schedule looks like. It's pretty wild. Like, you know, this year obviously is set what, you know, was set what they were doing. But next year, I feel like it's total crapshoot as to what it's going to look like. And obviously, there are a lot of balls total in the air. Crap what, well, That's I don't think pretty... total crap. But I think it's going to be different. It's going to be a lot different, you know, yeah. like, yeah. you know, I don't think that the tournament of champions is going to be the tournament of champions next year. What do you think it's going to be? Well, if they're going to be, if it's going to be, it's going to be more than mostly champions, 80, probably 70, whatever they decide elevated events are going to be capped at. I mean, Tiger was asked about that today and he just tried to kind of weave his way through a a filibuster of a minute. He's like, well, we're talking about a lot of things and cuts, maybe, maybe not stuff like that. And, you know, the live bots are at the ready to shout about no cut events. But I mean, the tour has had those for a while it's just not the exclusive portion of the tour schedule so are you suggesting that riviera could move out of february mid-february okay i think it would be i you know my question are we wasting the west coast swing i mean the reality is if we move the west coast swing a month later all of a sudden you get an extra hour of daylight you can push it a little bit further into you know, prime time, is it better? The weather's more predictable. The weather's better. You know, this, this, it could be a bad weather any moment 
here. Well, you know, weather at this time. for this event has been odd, like characteristically spotty for the last whatever fifteen years. Well, it's just a, it's a, one of the three months of the year that you have to worry about weather here. You right. know, so I think that's the thing. It's like would this event like the later you go in the year into the summer, the later you can push the event into prime time, which I think is is great for the tour. Obviously. You know, the question is, like, I don't think you want to get into the major season. This event, how good would it be as a playoff event? I mean, I, the one thing it. I will say, the only thing that would make this event better is if it had some shred of history. And I don't want to be, you know, accused of being not pointing that out, is that they're effectively doing to this event what they did to the BMW uh, and the Western Open, right? You know, it's not it's not the L.A. Open anymore, which is sad, you know, but if this continues to be a elevated event and say that field size goes down to 100 or smaller, then, you know, it's continuing to lose its historical value. Right. But yeah, if you're talking about an event at Riviera, when would be the best time to have it? If you're the PGA Tour, I would say March or I would say the playoffs. It would be pretty freaking awesome to have this as a playoff event. May the first playoff event, that would be pretty good. Right like August, you're you're in prime time, you're at night. You're not conflicting on the East Coast and the Central time as much with like outdoor activities. I don't know. That would be a hell of a way to kick off the playoffs. So if you're actually real, uh, you know, serious about creating a good playoff product. It's an interesting idea. Um, it seems anathema to like everything we've sort of understand about the, this event, but like you've suggested, we're already whittling away that identity anyways. Right. In terms of it's already gone field size and yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got Shackleford DMing me angry about the influencers potentially invading, you know, so it's, it's got a different glitz, a different glamor to it. And Genesis is pumping a ton of cash into it. Um, and now that all the, now all the big guys are there. So, uh, it's, well, it's, the thing too, is like, I think the guys like coming to this event. You see them like I've, I'm in Santa yeah, Monica of course. and I like, oh, I've yeah. literally seen like three players just walking around in 24 hour span. And I think that it's, you know, this is so much different than your other tour events where, you know, you're in suburban. I was going to say hell. And like no. you're, the, you know, all these guys, every one of them is talking on the range, talking about asking where the other ones are going for dinner tonight. Like they're, you know, they're excited to like, you, this is an exciting place to come. Right. It's, it's, it's not, it doesn't suffer from the Nicholas Colsart Caesar salad problem. Right. And a lot of these events are, they're in office parks or they're far removed from any kind of action and these guys just go from the hotel you know there's just no ability to see the world or enjoy some sort of piece of the world as you can in la so and and occasionally they have the all-star game and bubba can partake in the celebrity classic and get swatted by tracy mcgrady that's what affords you when you go to la nearby attractions it's an easy event to go to um all right should we get to this year specifically? Is there anything that's percolating for you coming off Phoenix? Uh, Tiger yeah, Woods returns. I, I, he was I, talking today. Go ahead. I've got something percolating. 
What? What did what did Will Zalatoris do to piss somebody off at the PGA Tour? Uh oh, who's he with? Stinky JB. No way. Yeah, JB Holmes, Cam Champ, would... and uh, and Zalatoris. I get why Cameron Champs with him. He went and played in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I don't get why Will Zalatoris is with him. Past champion, recent champion. She won it within the last. He doesn't even play golf anymore. I know, it's crazy. Yeah, he's just at home with his uh, the pool that has a penis that looks like it has a penis coming into it. Have you ever seen that? No. (laughs) Explain, please explain. (laughs) So JB Holmes was subject to some reality show, like extreme pools or big time great pools, and they do these, you know, expensive pools, and they did this pool makeover. And like the shape of it, you'd go do the drone footage and it's this phallic thing like that's sticking into the middle of the pool. He's got a penis pool. I'm just telling you, that's a J.B. Holmes fact of the day. And it's there and it's it's like HGTV or one of these realities. <laughs> and you're like, hey, man, like this, he's got these expert builders. It's like, did you notice? It looks like he's got a big phallic penis coming like that's sticking in the middle of his pool anyway there's rocks and water slides all this other stuff but when you look at it they take the drone up or whatever it is and zoom down and that's all you, that's that's all i know about jb holmes so i thought that's where he is these days he's not playing golf he's just lounging by the penis pool can i divert this real quick my yeah cousin- i think we're already pretty diverted quite honestly but go ahead <laughs> my cousin was one time on one of those shows they yeah. had like their kitchen redone. Oh, I got it fine. Okay. <laughs> it was, uh, I think it was called Design on a Dime. I mean, this is like a decade plus ago. Sure. And they put one of the cabinets on sideways. What? Like the pattern, the pattern of it was all yeah. verticals. Yeah. And they put one of them on and it was horizontal. And they left it. They just left Whoa. it. Why did you uh, apparently design on a dime? They stuck to the antenna of the show. Got the cheapest Yahoo off the street. So my cousin and his wife, they had to, they basically had to redo the kitchen like right after, immediately after they redid it again. Oh no. Really? (laughs) Yeah. And the TV show got their content out of it. (laughs) Yeah. The cabinets are a pain in the ass. Those aren't cheap to put in, get new cabinets. God, that's crazy. That's better that than a penis pool, I suppose. You can redo that. Um, I was, I was shocked. I was, on the ra- I, was, I was walking How? down the range. I was walking down the range today, and I saw JB, and I'm just like, why is he here? I haven't seen him in a tour event in a while. It's kind of crazy that he just doesn't play golf anymore. Yeah, he was in one recently. And they put him like, uh, yeah, he's just getting like sponsors and me- medical, right? I think he had a medical. I mean, he almost won at Portrush. I mean, a lot's happened since Portrush. I don't know, almost. Did he shoot like 84 he was, on Sunday? I mean, I, I'll never forget that. Uh, who was the announcer? Brooks. Like, oh, he didn't have his club team. ready on the first? Yeah, he, only had all, all, he only had all night to get ready for the show. <laughs> What? <laughs> oh, that's crazy. You got put with I mean, them. he won he won this event in 2019. 
2019, that's when it was? Yeah, because it was 2019 him, Adam yeah. Scott 2020, Homa last year, or 2021, and Neiman last year. That's one okay. thing that hasn't really been acknowledged, is the guy that like blew the, the doors off this event last year, just not even a real golfer anymore. Well, that's... What does that mean? Not even a real well, golfer? I don't know. Like, what? He's a captain of the of Torque. He's driving around in some car today in their big promo video. Of trying oh, he's to recruit, in one of the promo recruit videos. Recruit little kids to root for them. It was kind of weird <laughs> video. But, um, well, that's what I was saying. When we were talking about everybody's here, I'll say, you know, DJ is a pretty prominent figure in this event's recent history. Bubba, oh, yeah. too, and a, li- a little bit, obviously, as well. I think here's the if DJ is in this is not there. If DJ's in this event, he's probably the favorite. He was like an auto favorite at Riv. Yeah. And really, like the whole West Coast, that's where, you know, DJ was such a good player. Like he'd be the favorite at Pebble. He'd be the favorite. He would have been the favorite here. And that I mean, that's a bummer. Uh, it, it is. Like and Bubba also. Has between Neiman ruined- him and him and uh, DJ, that's three prominent uh, yeah. riff players. Right, right. That's what I, I mean. It feels like every time DJ just yeah showing up, LA was his scene. Um, has data ruined the 10th hole? Strokes gained? Has this advanced analytics ruined no. the 10th hole? There's an article or a video with Brandel and Mark Brody about how, you know, in 2004, it was like nobody's going for it. Now strokes gained insights. You have 97% people going for it or is it just not data you know but what? technology <laughs> do you want to talk do, are we really going to talk about this the what's ruined the 10th hole is every single player on pga tour hitting at 300 yards i know justin thomas doesn't go for it that's the only guy he, I, lo- I love hearing him articulate why let's just like his cut and how he likes to land it softly and loves a wedge shot but yeah i think he's about it um Anything else with Riviera? I was we talking obviously... with a player today about it. He was asking yeah. me what what I thought about it. I said, oh, I, I don't think it's really the best short par four on, on tour. And he, uh, unnamed player, said, well, that's it's refreshing to hear that you don't think the best short par four on tour is a hole that you have to aim for bushes and try and hit it next to bushes. That's what the player said. Yeah, like that's the strategy of the hole. That's where you yeah. just hit it into the the yeah yeah. Is seventeen at TPC Scottsdale a better short four than ten at Riviera? Um, for a regular right now, golfer, for a PGA Tour event. I think for the PGA Tour and the agri- the the green speeds that they keep it at, yeah, I think it it's a more interesting hole to watch. Um, they should use that temporary green a couple of days. Maybe put the pin over there, mix it up Friday, Sunday, or Thursday, Saturday. Just throw it over there. See how that changes the, the whole, what the guys are aiming for. What the hell at this t- point? I was telling another player about that, about the temporary. He's just today. talking to all these players, little name drop guy, boy over there talking to players. Okay. What were you telling them? About the events, how they have to have if you host a Monday outing at Rio, oh, yeah. you have to pay you have to pay up to play the sixth and the tenth greens. Maybe one other. Temps. There might be another green. I think there one might other be. I think maybe uh 
I, I, but the, there's these little temporary. You, you'll see it bright as day on the sixth hole. If you're watching the telecast, this is something it's to short. watch. It's short. Oh, yeah. there like, in between, like in between the yard tree and the, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a dinky, it's a puny little green, just like a little tiny. <laughs> so, so just one of the, one of the, leg. there are some quirks about this place in terms of membership wise. Like, so, you know, that, it's one of the, they have club. one of them. They have one of the most unique guest policies in the in the country and in the world. The get the guest rate escalates every time you return. Interesting. So if I'm playing the first time, I I don't know these aren't exact numbers. All right. Yeah. Don't. But it'll be four hundred bucks or whatever it is. Yeah. And the next time I come back, it's substantially more. They the really keep a log of that? Back. Like, what do you have, I, a barcode I, yes, or some sort of chip that's so. like associated with you every time you visit? Something, that seems somehow they do it. unduly, like, unnecessary to try to keep track of that shit. There's a lot I don't of people know if in that's, the world that play if you golf. Come, so I'm not sure if that's if you come as one member's guest or, like, if you went with right. another member, does it start over? I'm <laughs> not sure exactly on this but i do know that it goes up the more you come what a pain in the ass to keep track of but it's i don't i don't understand the uh, uh, what's the point of that they think some i think really i think really around to getting a guy out there all the time or something i don't think the club really wants wants people around very much (laughs) yeah what's the owner's name again uh well the gm was michael yamaki Yamaki, that's what for, okay. for a yeah. long time. Yamaki, yeah, that's right. I th- okay, yeah, I'm not so I, I'm not I, sure I, how involved he is anymore, but I think that he's he's stepped down a little bit in power. All I know is but when it, I went there, they were yell- talking about how you get yelled at for going on the real putting green. Any members would get blasted for for even you know daring to walk around there. So. One one other rib fact. So a yeah. lot of people like to rag on the logo. They say it's a bad logo. I've got the hat on now. Not coincidence. And most of the people that say it's a terrible logo don't realize that there's like a a flag in the R. Okay. I don't know that it's still. If you look at the whole, it's not. I don't know that makes it good, but it makes it better. Yeah, a little more dimensional. It's not just an R. There's a little flag in it, and until you see it, you know. So okay, little Riviera facts. All right, I like yeah. that. Um, should we do some Lumen skincare facts? Okay, yeah, let's talk about it. It's you know five thousand people like this. Five thousand people have given it a five star review. That's pretty good. We're not up to that on Full Swing Thoughts, our podcast on uh, the Netflix show. Which I saw nobody had rated it today. What? I don't I think, think it has like any five star ratings. We have like oh, twenty five. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't pay attention to that stuff, but I had to. I was looking at Spotify. Linking them. Oh, all right. Um, God, I don't like who gives a shit whether they rate it or not. But um, go rate that if you want. I know Lumen has 5,000 five-star ratings. Uh, I've been using it. Did you bring it down to Los Angeles? I know it's Valentine's Day. You have your little skincare routine going for your Valentine's Day dinner out. So you're looking glowing and nice. Yeah, all that. yeah, I'm gonna right. use the charcoal uh, exfoliator the charcoal, deal, face yeah, scrub. The scrub. 
And then I'm uh, going to use that moisturizer. I use the moisturizing balm at night. You know, that's my I've been nighttime doing that. Yeah. routine. I've gotten rid of some of the dark circles of my eye with the dark circle defense. It's good stuff. It's 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 really doing work for me. And they're giving you anybody a for 30 day free trial. And uh, you can gift. also get a free gift. You go to Lumen Skin, L-U-M-I-N. It's not E-N, like the light deal. They, they put on a light bulb. It's lumenskin.com. Use the promo code FRIEDEGG. You get a 30-day free trial and a free gift. I would just bundle, do like the anti-fatigue essentials bundle. And the pro- the nice thing about that is you go to their website. They tell you like when and where and how to use each one. Like I have these like four deals on my counter, my, uh, you know, the sink in my bathroom. I'm like, I don't know. Do I do one first, then the next one, morning, night? And the, on the website, they tell you like what order, like use this one in the morning, then I would do this deal at night. Uh, and yeah, that becomes your whole routine. That's what they're going for is, is a whole face, facial skincare routine. So go to lumenskin.com, use the promo code FRIEDEGG for a 30-day free trial and your free gift. All right, continuing on with Riviera. What did you think of Tiger today? Did you sit in on that press conference? Anything big, I was big, out on the golf course. Oh, so I didn't you. sit in. Big time and Tiger. Well, you weren't you know, going to ask him any questions, hard hitting questions. I was. I wasn't going to ask him if he thought he could win because you know the answer if he's coming to a golf tournament. I, they did I, get into that I'm, a little bit. I'm getting. I'm getting a little humored by like the fact that this is a story every time. You know, every time can he tees it up. Do you think you can win? He's he's been so outspoken on this that it's like, do we need to ask the question? I did find it interesting him talking about his leg, how the leg feels better, the ankles giving him trouble, you know, but the leg feels a lot stronger. I think that's good. Like, frankly, I I've said this to people that I've talked to in the last week or so. I don't enjoy watching him walk. Right. Like after a cup, like it's really hard to watch. And, and I, I hope, you know, like it's really encouraging to sound that this hear that the legs in better shape because like, you know, it it's such a I mean, that open the the PGA, even the mass the masters on the weekend. I mean, it, you could tell how much pain it, it just so I'm super excited he's playing. I'm but I'm most excited that the leg is feeling better, like it's stronger. So hopefully his ankle, though, it's just still not, sounds kind of yeah. bad, he says. Yeah. His ankle, though. But his leg is much better than it was last year. His ankle, I mean, was shattered significantly. So who knows if that's ever better. Um, but yeah, he he was asked about his mortality and his career. Is he ever going to be a ceremonial golfer? He really was kind of thinking through it on the spot and not being able to come to terms with even envisioning that hypothetical of playing as like a 60 year old at the masters without a chance to win. But that was an interesting moment. I don't think there was a hell lot, a lot else. He talked about the champions there at the masters being like, ah, well, some of those uh, friendships have gone down different paths. I think he doesn't have a lot of time for Phil. Um, I think, (laughs) I don't think that relationship's in a good spot. I think they were kind of on a fine path when they were doing the match and all that coming together. But um, yeah, I I don't think he minded seeing Phil sort of immolate self immolate last year during the ship stuff and then not being there for the PGA tiger is um, looks like he's 120 to one. 
He's in the Kurt Kitty Kitty Amazon. Do you think the Kitty Cat or Tiger has a better chance to win this this week? <laughs> they have the same odds. The Kitty Cat or Tiger? A couple cats we're talking about here. This is this is painful. Kurt Kitayama has a way better chance. If we're if we're speaking bluntly. The town crier or tiger? They have the same odds. What? Yeah. Hoagie or tiger? Same odds. I don't do this. I like Harmon. my question my question to, to you would be who in this field would you take over Tiger? Or who would you who would you t- yeah, like where would we get to before you take other player against i mean the collegiate showcase kid yeah obviously uh, the sifford exemption those two jack wall the burly boy a new burly boy i love that guy (laughs) i saw some i saw the pictures of him yesterday immediately jumped off the page to me he's my kind of guy another burly boy Um, i mean adam long i think i take tiger over adam long okay i don't know that i would this is terrible. What are we doing? How do we I don't end know up here? what we're doing. I'm just saying the kitty cat is in the Tiger Woods zone right now. That's a career aspiration. I didn't so. think that I would be. But yeah, I, I just think that he's never played well here. He hasn't sure. played professional golf in a while. Yep. So I mean, he just had like, I lo- you know, this is like the, the crazy thing about Tiger Woods. And where we're at with Tiger. It's like the last time we saw, like, he was, he didn't play a tournament because he had a procedure. And that's not even anything like part of like the plan. Yeah. 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 He he, he had a procedure. Like, you know, he has these surgeries done and it's just like, oh, he's just having another surgery. It's like a casual thing now. Right. He's playing with Justin Thomas and Rory McIlroy, two players who I don't think love the whole. Maybe they've gotten better at it. They'd never loved playing with the supergroup deal. I think they like playing with Tiger, but I remember 2018. You know, Rory was pretty frustrated by that. He's like, he's, "It's just a zoo. I need Advil." And then they played again in 2019. I, I remember there some guy who's working a construction guy working on one of the big like mansions that are 30 million dollars above the canyon they're just screaming in his backswing and then you got all the yahoos in the canyon shouting and just everybody's following that and rory said it cost him a half shot around two shots a tournament that was his estimate i don't know if the data boys would can can you know quantify that. Great, the yahoos great, yelling chasing look who's tiger. two groups back of him who'll have nobody nobody watching him again Scotty scheffler yeah Number one player in the world will be Spieth Morikawa. It's a good group. That's a there's really a lot of good group. groups. There's a lot of good groups. Um, so yeah, that's that's your I guess marquee group is Tiger, JT, Roy. Do you have a, a one and done pick for Rip? Uh, I'm going to take Adam Scott. He always plays really well here. Um, I think it's a good spot to use him because, like, I just don't think that, like, if you don't use him here, where are you going to use him? And um, he's like, he's got an incredible history here. Obviously, Australians generally play really well here. So I, I like um, I like Adam Scott. Not going to take Tiger, huh? Not playing. I was I, I was between I almost took Homa. That was my other thought was to take Good Homa. Pick. I'm going to take Sam Burns. Obviously played well here a couple of years ago. 
not you know bermuda burns but he's i think he's trending well i think he did all right phoenix did well at amx or so, uh, tory so i like sam burns what i can't you believe say? you're taking him off uh off bermuda i know I know. There's other seems times like you a should use big him. miss. No, he was. He was. But you could use him at Valspar here in his one, rookie year. What about Valspar? He's won oh, twice. Well, that's at a Valspar. dinky purse now. It's a dinky purse. I'm gonna oh, take so him. you I play the purse. The I purse game. Know. You know me. I'm a. I'm always playing the angle. My, my for different edges. My one and done league is like FedEx Cup points. It's the same oh, for okay. all of them. Okay. And okay. Uh, you know, I don't have to worry about about purse sizes. So I'm more of a, you know, all, right. all, all events are equal. It's a flawed. It's, it's as flawed as the. Uh, yeah, that's kind a terrible. Of disgusting system. that I'm yeah. in in a league that's so flawed. That's terrible. So your pick, if you pick the right guy for a major or a, a whatever, it's the same as picking the right guy for a one. Uh, John, where Garrett. would you like this event to be next year in terms of this schedule? Um. I what's bad about where it is right now? If it really maybe we just make the West Coast swing less crowded with great events. I guess Phoenix isn't going anywhere. That wants to stay on Super Bowl weekend. What about Pebble? Pebble's not going anywhere. It sound I mean, it sounds like there's some momentum towards that one. Designated? Mm-hmm. I Yeah. I love your August idea or whoever's idea that is. I, I like it as a FedEx Cup playoffs event. Um, as we've said before, the playoffs going to Wilmington and Atlanta and Memphis is like just feels like we're missing some key potential swaths of the country and markets. Um, so yes, Los Angeles would be a good. <laughs> what could you imagine if it went from L.A. to uh, Memphis to Atlanta? Why? What about it? Just like just you start in LA, getting worse and worse. It's like the the road the road to the road to the end of the regular season. It goes from LA to Memphis to like just like the juxtaposition of the of where it goes from to. The- I like that. Where would you like? I think August sounds the best, but I, I again we're messing with the schedule. I mean, can, is there any way we could get Memphis out of the playoffs? No, that would be like my like no. So, so because time. because of partners, like this this gets at the root of the issue here for the PGA Tour. It's the it's the dog wagging the tail or whatever the the tail wagging tail the wagging dog the dog. <laughs> well, hey man, like tail, tail wagging just, the dog. They need listen, cash. They need sponsors. You can't but like hold this on, is why Saudis go into all these shitty venues and Mayakoba. No, they're just going wherever they can get in. Like that, just like you go where the cash. And the sponsors tell you to go. And Inatech is but, one of them. But hold on. Your two, arguably your two most important events, your final two events of your playoffs are dictated by a sponsor. Think about that. Think about if the NBA hosted the, the conference finals and the, the finals on neutral courts because some sponsor wanted it to be held in like Memphis. 
I mean, well, that's, that's a little, I don't know that's, that's an apples to apples. apples. Like the Super Bowl goes based on where like, you know, uh, they can accommodate their TV partners. But it rotates. It rotates. Sure. sure. Here, should the playoffs, that's a better question. The sh- yeah, playoffs should been, absolutely yeah. rotate. Let's talk about that in August, not February. But yes. It seems yes. like this is the time though. This is There's going to be a lot of decisions made in the next eight weeks for the what the reshape tour looks like. And that's the fascinating thing about what's going on right now. That's yeah. God, that could be fun. Really turn things upside down. Right. I mean, they have to reimagine a new tour here with this sort of, do you think this means more to win this one? If you're a player, right? Like, yeah, we're headed towards like different tiers of events, right? No, like in name and like, unofficial too to the players this one has always kind of unofficially been that but we're going towards next something year to win at riv it's yeah. like it's like what they say about u.s opens like you won an open at oakmont on the pga right. tour there's let's see i won at sawgrass maybe i won at pebble would that fall into this bucket used to i don't think enough guys go there now yeah. say it's a big thing yeah where else would fall into that bucket Nobody's maybe, saying that. I I won at River Highlands. Maybe, That's not a badge of honor. Maybe Bay Hill. Maybe just because it's like got a little bit of stature now. And I don't know. <laughs> you want to talk about something to watch? What are they going to let Bay Hill put their thumb on the scale with setup again this year? <laughs> we'll get to that. We're talking playoffs. We're talking Bay Hill, Jack Memorial. I guess that would be one, right? That they yeah, people Memorial you know, would be definitely falling. Mirfield Village. Yeah. Um. All right. Schedule for the week on the PGA Tour. We have the A. This is the event of the week. In case you yeah. hadn't picked up on it's us talking best. about a thirty. I don't know. If we later. want more course talk, we'll give that to you on Friday. Like I could go. I I can go hole by hole here. That means you can go. I mean, Andy knows it like the back of his. I, I, we've talked about it at length. Do you, is there anything about the course you want to add? Like you could listen to this preview podcast from last year and the year before. Is there anything like f- five is a great hole? Four. Lamagna hates four. Um. Yeah. Four. The grass on four really kind of screws it up because you can't land it short because of the Kakuya. Yeah. They need to like. Uh. What would be cool that Rustic Canyon does is that they have um, bent grass. I think it's bent surrounds mm-hmm. and they have Kikuya up to like 20 yards out and then the grass changes, ah, you know, cool. Um, cool. So that it, it allows, you know, shots to run up. I think, I mean, a hole that obviously gets its fair share of dew that's really neat is the six. I mean, the bunker in the middle of the green is really, now, obviously, there have been some attempts to, you know, Greg Norman tried to copy it at uh, TPC San Antonio, but that's right. The the thing that works so well, what makes it so neat, is that it makes all these small targets. And if you want to talk about like the conservative play, right? Yeah. The way you bail away from all the pins in the corners is to the middle of the green, and there's a freaking bunker there. Yeah. You yep. know, it's just a neat. Um, way and I, you know like if it wasn't riv do you think players would complain about it probably you know right right like if you roll this concept out as a modern design like yeah, if they it didn't happen shit. at riv like, this is mickey mouse right george thomas the architect was extremely innovative 
like you're going to hear about it um, during LACC, but like, you know, at LACC during the, so you'll hear about it during the U S open, but he designed this like course within a course where some holes could be on certain days, part threes and part fours on other days, you know, uh, part fives instead of part fours. Like, so he designed this like malleability. And I think the six hole having that bunker in the middle of the green, that was extremely innovative. It was provocative stuff. And, you know, sadly with golf architecture, I don't think necessarily we have that golfers have the same appetite for people that push the boundaries. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, yeah. Like an in innovation. Um, so what about hey, can a I ask your, thing. Pick your brand two green. I like to. I know it's hard. I love to as like an amphitheater there. It's kind of, it's pretty hard, but par. Really hard hole. Yeah. Um, Is two a good green? I love watching it sitting there. I mean, all these greens need to be expanded. They're all way (laughs) too small. Right. This this place is dying to be restored. Um, But yeah, that, I mean, two is a cool hole. You yeah, can kind of bounce like in it. from the right side. It yeah. it becomes easier to bounce in from the right side if you're in the right spot. Um, so, All right. yeah. That's, well, the course is good. We've talked about it at length. We'll give you a little bit there. Uh, schedule for the week, that is 4 to 8 p.m. on Golf Channel and Peacock. Who is your one-and-done on, pick? Did I? Burns. Bermuda Burns out in L.A. I'm surprised you're not taking J.B. Holmes. Four to eight on Golf Channel and Peacock on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's one to three and three to on Golf Channel and three to seven on CBS. Three to six thirty on Sunday on the DP World Tour. We have the Thailand Classic, the historic Thailand Classic counter program in the Genesis. That's twelve thirty to five thirty a.m. Eastern Time. This has a real deal island hole. I noticed there's catnip. DP World Tour. You got to take a boat. Got to take a ferry across to the green. That seems like a nightmare for pace of play for a, a real DP World Tour event in Thailand. Like, you can't have that. You can't have boat rides going back and forth to an island green in the middle of a professional event without, I assume they've got like 130 players or more. So that that looks like a nightmare, pace of play-wise. That'll be overnight golf. Um, and then you got the Chubb Classic on the Champions Tour, the old uh, Morocco to Tiburon Naples swing, the, the little puddle jump from that. Uh, and that's a Sharky course, right? Tiburon, yeah. I think. No, yeah. in Naples. Well, that's the so, remastered. The black course was remastered, not restored, not redesigned. It's a perfect remastered. I, that was I, also what the course doing? that's got, taking these Do you think guys one from... of the courses opened? Is opened for play? While they play? Yeah, well, you got to get some intel. We got to see if you can go. <laughs> All like right, I'm going to ask the, my man on the ground. For the, what was that? The, LP, the CME, Globe, right? Where you can hear, hear uh, amateur hacks screaming four on the other course as these LPGA players for the play for the biggest purse of the year. Um, All right, I'm, I'm in the process of, okay. of alerting, All right. alerting so our man on the ground. I cannot believe they're making these old there. fogies go from Trophy Hassan all the way to Naples and back to back. They don't play for a month and then they go Morocco, Naples, Florida. I can't believe that these, they are given, they still give these old fogies a tour to play on. (laughs) I know. So, so mean, uh, news. Adam Scott is elected chairman of the pack or one of the chairman. He's, you know, joining the big board with Rory and Peppy. What's that mean? One of the chairmen. 
I don't, I don't understand it. They're, they're like rotating. There's like four or five, and then one bounces out. So he's been elected chairman of the pack. Seems like they've locked him up pretty well. You know, it was here a year ago that he was saying he was really intrigued by the counter uh, scheduling that a live or a PGL would offer. And now he's really invested in shaping the future of the tour, having a voice in the tour. So that's good. I think you got to have like, he's the Australian voice of the, of a generation influential guy. And it's, it, I think it's great that he's sort of volunteering more of his time and his voice to shaping it. Uh, TGL more news, more announcements. They pick up Xander and Rose. Both had their gold medals. There was a prearranged photo shoot. They're chomping on, you know, why did everybody bite their medal? They're chomping on their two gold medals. Um, but TGL, I'm I, I gotta say, I'm I'm super disappointed here. I know that one silver really medalist was unavailable for TGL, but if you're going the medalist route, all right, one silver medalist is over to live, and we're not going to talk about him. This needs to be. This needs to be extended to the biggest Rory in the game, the one that's <laughs> on the front lines growing the game of golf in Central Slovakia, Rory, yeah. Rory Sabatini. If you're going to tout medalists, gold medalists joining the TGL. The guy shot 61 is- <laughs> on Sunday or whatever it was <laughs> of the Olympics. Sander didn't do that. Listen, nobody can keep me up at night. <laughs> yeah. More captivated to television than Rory Sabatini going for an Olympic medal. I don't. It's I still dis- am not clear on what frankly, TGL disrespectful. is. Disrespectful to the game that, that Sabatini hasn't been invited. Shut up. <laughs> they should bring him in for like one event, Monday Night Golf. And he mixes it up. Guy dresses like a lunatic. Um, just bring it, have him wheel his little bag in there. Nobody, they are probably those guys probably hate Sabatini, and I'm I'm projecting, <laughs> I'm just guessing here. I have no intel, but the guy's been like rubbing people the wrong way for 20 plus years. <laughs> There's no way they're bringing him into his little arena golf league. Uh, besides the fact that he's not incredibly relevant except on this stupid podcast as a golfer um nobody moves the needle like Roy. <laughs> 17 uh i don't i'm still not clear on what tgl is gonna look like but they sure do have a pretty solid team and it seems like a very deliberate rollout of names here on a certain cadence and it seems cool they've got like the right kind of guys it feels like we don't know Rose what it is Xander. but it seems cool well, yeah, we get we're gonna get here from their comms people, and you c- compare it to shot makers. <laughs> it could be shot makers. We get an email real quick. Um, uh, nobody Xander, though. It is, but it's I, awesome. I think we have an idea. I'm not saying it's awesome. They've got a great roster. It seems like exciting. It seems promising. Uh, but Xander was one that you know was sometimes rumored to be live poachable. And uh, this this does seem to be an indication that he's not. That That is one thing we can glean from some of these TGL announcements. All right. That's all I got. Oh, did you see hold the on, Hold on. What? I got a Tiburon facts? Do we have some Tiburon? What are you looking no, up? No, no, no. All right. Justin Rose is in. Yeah. 
Homa, horse. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, you know, should they just make all the all the Olympic medalists? But I don't think we want Kucherin, I, you know, or C.T. Pan. I like the bread man, but... Did you see the live video today? I haven't watched the kid it. I saw some screenshots. Of who it. you want to root? All they're trying to woo them to root for the high flyers. And well, why why did they have to get kids involved with it? Well, it's Bubba pushing that. Apparently, they are going to roll out like they announced in their press release. Did- they're like they're trying to like I don't know uh, upset the wave of interest in the genesis i don't know but they're rolling out teams and team names over like the next three days trying to take a piece of limelight and i think that i'm not a marketing person i'm not a comms person that seems stupid people they have attention for 10 minutes then we go back to the genesis it it does it just doesn't feel like it like yeah you upset the apple cart for like 10 minutes but then there's like immediately some great competition for attention I don't know. I would try to do it in a down week when you own the stage, but apparently well, the, aren't they playing each. like next week? I think it's next week. Mayakoba opposite Honda. That sounds right. So like they kind of need to go. This, sh- this all again, this all should have been done in December. That's this video thing. today on the chuckle fuck scale was like, not too bad. I thought it was, I thought it was not bad, but that's because we've set the, the bar. Low. Here's I love my, DJ here's trying first... to act in it. DJ trying to bring a little like oomph, and he just has no time for that. He's like, nobody works harder than the Aces. Vote for us or root for us. Go ahead. What were you gonna say? I'm watching this, and I think the first thing is that there should be a disclaimer on here that child actors were used for this video. You know how you watch a kid a kids commercial yeah. and there's a disclaimer, child actors? Right. This should have the similar disclaimer. Do you think any kid would be saying that unless they were paid? They clearly paid the girl to do this, right? I mean, they paid all of them to do it. None of those guys want to be there. You got you got Louis Oosthuizen flipping steaks on his grill, trying to act. It's just, a, it's not good. That's a disaster. He's like, root for the Stainers. We love the Stainers. Come root for us. And I don't know what, it's, it's all a mess, so... Uh, but they're going to be trying to get some of your attention this week. That does it for this uh, Wednesday episode. Anything else you want to get off your chest while you're out there? LA? You got big Valentine's Day plans? Dinner? Dude. Such a going, fraudulent going holiday. To, yeah. Yeah. Fraudulent. We got, well, we're going to pop some fat cork and then okay. we're going to go. Good. And Good we brought you. brought the fat cork on the down this here. This is not an ad read. They weren't dinner. slotted yeah. today. You're just giving them organic ad reads. Yeah. It's so. not too late. If you've missed Valentine's, you can do the the Brendan Porath printout. Printout. <laughs> the printout. God. Valentine's Day. It's a nightmare when you have kids. It's terrible. Just end up broke. Just run around to CVS midnight before trying to find Valentine's for everybody. All right. Everybody, enjoy your Wednesdays. Enjoy, you know, just a fabulous, fabulous PGA Tour event. Full swing out tonight, out Wednesday morning, whenever you're listening to this. Oh yeah, have, full swing thoughts. We have a podcast. I think you know. I think it came out came together okay. You can tell us it sucks though. Pop us if you don't think it's good. Joseph Almanya had a lot of insight. We tried to take some pretty fine tooth comb notes on each episode and chat about it for a while. Tried to be fair. You know, we tried to talk about things we really excited and, and interested us, and then some things that we thought didn't quite work. But 
Um, if you want to subscribe to that and, and listen as you watch, that'd be appreciated, but certainly not required. All right. Everyone enjoy your Wednesdays. We'll be back with you on Friday. Mm-hmm.